and we're back. I'm your host, D. Miller L. What's good, family? MKD Podcast, back in the building. This one is called The Diamond Sutra. This one may actually be a longer formatted episode. So for those longer format lovers, this one's for you. It's Saturday. We are seven days away from our first open house. Will you be there to be to be able to say you were at the very first open house? I hope so. It doesn't matter, I should say. Uh, get your NFT as soon as possible. That matters. But um, the open house will be held two times a month. It will be a changing gallery. And with the NFT, you have unlimited access to the open houses. So you can come as often as you like. Whenever is uh, going to work for you. Once again, October the 2nd, Saturday, will be our very first open house. This is where I get to tell my Bitcoin story and share my NFT collection. So that means you guys can ask any questions concerning the NFTs, get to ask me any questions concerning my Bitcoin story. Now, again, that's this is just an opportunity for you to get to know us and what it is that we do. Right. For you to get to know me and what it is that I do. Right. As an introduction or orientation. But then comes the actual community. So it's like you come for the show and tell you stay for the community. That's our way. Right, that's our way. Come for the show and tell. Come for the NFT exhibit. Come for my Bitcoin story. And then of course, if it's uh if it's connecting with you, if it's resonating with you, then the community aspect is definitely for you. And we're blessed to have the tools necessary so that we can actually have a circular economy around the podcast. That's the community part. Right, as a community, we get together. We have a virtual space where we can all get together regardless on where we are on the earth. We can get together in that virtual space where we have secure communication and secure commerce. It's really amazing uh, as far as the community aspect. It's one of a kind, family. You, you may not realize this, but there isn't a podcast doing it how we're doing it. However, there will be every podcast thereafter will be doing it just how we're doing it. Watch me. Watch what I tell you. Based upon that and that alone, 
should kind of urge you to get this NFT and to have it in your possession as a real collectible, a real keepsake. Just as a reminder, the tickets for the open house are $50 USD or 100,000 Satoshis. For those of you that are looking at it and trying to measure that in Bitcoin, that would be 0 0.001. 0.001 Bitcoin is 100,000 Satoshis, or you could send the 50 bucks. I highly recommend you guys use my referral link for the Stripe wallet. And then you can send your payment to strike.me forward slash D Miller L. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. Um, you'll want to email me or just get in my DM to request your tickets. Y'all know my email is millerlandson at gmail.com. And if you're already following me on social media, just get in my DMs and request your ticket. Just so that we're clear, your ticket is the MKD Podcast NFT. That is your ticket. Yo, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be absolutely nuts. I'm talking about the open house. Absolutely nuts. I hope that I have your support. I hope to see you all there. Yeah. Let's get into it. The Diamond Sutra. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot to cover. We'll break it down like this. We have it uh, in three areas. Uh, did you guys hear Jack Mahler's and Jack Dorsey and their new announcement? They had a joint announcement. They have integrated Strike into Twitter and now can allow for those who will connect their Strike wallet to their Twitter account. They can now send and receive Bitcoin on the Lightning Network. That means instant payment, instant transactions using Bitcoin that's huge that's huge but then it was followed by a big announcement out of China trading and mining of Bitcoin is being banned once again this has got to be like the fifth time that I'm aware of then there was another little story I saw that uh, our guy, uh, Anthony Pompliano, he had tweeted about how this third story that we're going to cover today concerning Miami coin was overlooked, slept on. Now, I'm in disagreement. I saw the, I saw the news in my feed, and then I saw a bunch of Bitcoin maxis jumping out the window acting like Karens like they're so concerned that the mayor is about to make a mistake 
<laughs> That's what I said it. The Bitcoin Maxi's acting like Karen's. Right? Bunch of bunch of uh, influencers. Podcasters, uh, shit posters on Twitter. Right? I saw them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cover all this. Let's, let's, we're going to cover all of this. We're going to cover all of this. Let's start with the China ban. So China does this consistently. It's called FUD. Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. They create that in the marketplace. They do this by claiming they're going to ban Bitcoin. They've taken many steps to attack Bitcoin. Um, we can say they tried to attack Bitcoin by shutting down the miners. Right, this actually affected the network size of Bitcoin. And then, of course, they're affecting the asset price because they're creating a situation where their citizenry who are engaged in Bitcoin constantly are getting the runaround or the back and forth. So they're, they're buying in, they're holding, then all of a sudden they get the news they have to sell. They're buying in, they're holding, you know, after they, they just do this, this cycle. I don't know what's happening over there, but... They're cutting themselves off in effect, right? That's what they're doing. They're cutting themselves off from the monetary network. Yep, they're cutting themselves off from trade. Right? And as we like to say in the uh, in the Bitcoin space, they can have fun staying poor or they're not going to make it, right? NGMI... Right, or have fun staying poor. That's what it really means. It's just noise. They cannot stop Bitcoin. But this is the noise that you have to be able to cut through. Right? The signal... Right. The true signal is, is that um, they can't (laughs) ban Bitcoin. If they could, they would have done it the first time and not hopefully on this fifth time that they're trying to ban mining and ban trading. Again, they've done this multiple times because they're doing it for the fifth time. It's just an indicator. It's the actual signal that they can't. Let's move it right along. Jack Mahlers and Jack Dorsey. So I've been advising you guys for some time now. Get on the wave. Download that Stripe wallet. Right? Use my referral link. Download that Stripe wallet. I always have it somewhere in my social media news feed. So again, they've uh, developed an API there at Stripe which is one of the best Bitcoin slash Lightning wallets on the market. Um, Twitter and and uh, Lightning have struck a deal of some sort. And as I've stated, it is uh, still in its, we'll say in its uh, beta rollout. So it's limited to who all is using it. I think it's for iOS 
folks for the time being, kind of like how they did Clubhouse. Now, the noise is from a lot of maxis that say Bitcoin is store of value only. Lightning Network changes that. Now, you're going to hear a lot of people that say things like lightning doesn't work. If you're looking with your own eyes and not listening to a bunch of rhetoric, you'll see the signal, right? The signal is obvious. They have integrated Bitcoin into Twitter. That's the signal. And they are doing it by way of lightning payments. The lightning network. That's the signal. The layered approach to Bitcoin is the approach. That's the signal. Let's go for let's go further. Twitter followed up with an additional announcement, not just the uh, lightning. Isn't that isn't that interesting? We're, we're doing the Diamond Sutra, which is like a lightning bolt, and you got Strike the wallet utilizing the Lightning Network. Isn't that ironic? Anyway. Twitter announced further goals of having a means of authenticating your NFT avatars on Twitter. What's the noise? The noise is NFTs are a scam. NFTs are not real. NFTs are nonsense. Okay. The signal, however, because most of these people that are talking like that, they're in, they're of no consequence. They're inconsequential. Right? They're just shit posting and trying to distract you by making a bunch of noise. Because that's what it is. The signal, though? Yeah. Twitter believes in NFTs. Twitter believes that as a community, people's avatars, their picture that they use, yeah, that people are going to want to be able to do like a, a profile reading on that avatar, find out if they own it, find out, you know, more information concerning the avatar. It'll be like your profile. Some people have described it as the new blue check mark. Now these people on Twitter and every other kind of social media platform, they they lust after that blue check mark. Well, this is going to lower the playing field. Everybody's going to have a blue check mark, but it's going to be based upon the fact on if you own your avatar. You know, Jack Dorsey bought that title streaming platform from Jay-Z not too long ago. So I'm sure at some point those digital goods will be integrated into the platform, right? Because now you have digital payments. Why wouldn't you have digital goods and then even a means of authenticating oneself by way of maybe an NFT? Signal, pure signal. Cut right through the noise. My only question, and I want to know what y'all think. My only question is... uh. Does he authenticate NFTs across chains or does he stick purely with Bitcoin? Right, NFTs that are built off of Bitcoin. What does he do? 
I'm talking about Jack Dorsey and this whole plan. This is years down the road, folks. This is like a two, three, four, five year plan for Twitter. I can tell you that right now. This doesn't roll out next month. This doesn't roll out next year. This is a continuous rollout. Maybe by next year, the entire Twitter platform will be able to send lightning payments. Maybe. Because it depends on how fast they're going to move with it. I think this is so big. Let me tell you what this is similar to. I'm talking about this announcement from Jack Dorsey. This is similar to the president of El Salvador, Bukele. President Bukele out there making Bitcoin legal tender. He gave 7 million people, essentially, he onboarded 7 million people into Bitcoin by making Bitcoin legal tender. Y'all got to remember what that means. You know how you can go to a store right now with all pennies and the the people have to take it? You know, if you want to buy something, you got a bunch of change. The people can't deny you and say, oh, I don't want to count it or no, I don't want to accept that. Go get me some dollars. They can't do that. It's legal tender. They have to accept it. So the same is true with Bitcoin in El Salvador. They have to accept it. Well, Jack Dorsey, he's got a population of 10 times that on his uh, platform called Twitter. And when he makes payments accessible like that through Lightning, he's essentially onboarded 70 million people or however many tens of millions. I think it's maybe in the hundreds of millions of people that are on Twitter. So you just you just want to equate Jack Dorsey with Bukele and say, oh, he's making Bitcoin legal tender on Twitter where there's tens of millions or a couple hundred million people. That's huge. That's huge. And you got to remember this. These aren't just a bunch of madmen or Twitter bots, Twitter people that are anonymous little jokers running around shit posting. See what I mean? These are the actual movers and the shakers. Like that China band, that FUD, that's real. Like that moves the market around. It's FUD nonetheless, but it moves the market around. Not you silly ass maxis. <laughs> right? And the same is true with this move with Twitter, Jack Dorsey, and Jack Mahler. It's not going to be you individual little maxis that have caused these huge changes and unlocked these huge potentials. These are the actual movers and the shakers. I just wanted to, again, another little thunderbolt, make sure that you're aware of uh, your position in this. I'm talking to my Bitcoin maxis. These are my peeps, man, but sometimes, man, they be going a little far, and I'm going to give you a case in point example with this next story. So the Miami coin. You know what this speaks to? First of all, let me... Man, I got so much I want to say. Let me make a final comment on the NFTs. From what I have seen, NFTs are not going anywhere. They're here to stay. The same as uh, Stripe Wallet and Jack Dorsey are here to stay. 
so are those NFTs. And my maxi brothers and sisters, they're going to have to get with that. Deal with it. Deal with the NFT announcement. Deal with it. Alongside, you know, this this um, announcement of the Lightning Network. Deal with it. You know, and it's the same like China. They're going to have to deal with the fact that they can't do nothing with Bitcoin. Nope. Can't do nothing with the Bitcoin. They're going to have to deal with it. And it's likely that this open source network is going to overtake any kind of authoritarian regime that they have over there in China. Like it's just it's bound to break down what they've got going. And we'll see. We will see. We will see if they can uh, survive Bitcoin. Now, back to this Miami coin story. This story at the heart of it is DeFi, if you ask me. At the heart of this is the DeFi situation. So this Gary Gensler man. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? The man heading up, I guess, the SEC. So it's been some it's been a shakeup, right? Y'all know the hottest shit going on in Bitcoin is uh NFTs and DeFi, right? If you didn't know, now you know. Most of you hanging out with Maxis, you probably are completely ignorant of, of both topics. But um over here on the MKD podcast, we're not we're not bound by any particular uh influencer or Bitcoin Maxi. We have our own ideas here on the Moorish Kingdom podcast. This is where I share my thoughts and my ideas. And this is where we get to build on them freely without uh, somebody trying to act like a Karen. (laughs) Or somebody coming with an excessive amount of rhetoric and not dealing with reality. So the reality is uh, DeFi. They're calling it Decentralized Finance DeFi. Gary Gensler comes out here recently and says, we're going to shut down these securities. Um, He also came out and said, if if Coinbase decides to go with their lending service, they're going to get sued by the SEC. You've had BlockFi, you've had Celsius both receive, both get served, if you will, by various states. I believe Texas and New Jersey is knocking on both BlockFi and Celsius doors. Y'all don't hold me to those particular states, but go ahead and look it up. Celsius, BlockFi, Coinbase, all trying to get in on this DeFi stuff. Many of them have already been rocking with the DeFi stuff. But they're a centralized form. They're not using like the most cutting edge variety. And I think that's why they're being threatened in this way many maxis are 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 loving it they're just like yay the government is going to shut them down finally yay (laughs) and that's cool that uh, you know some of the bitcoiners are trivializing DeFi in that way saying it's just a bunch of bullshit or a re-advent of the old world but that's how i know that they're being intellectually lazy they're being absolutely intellectually lazy. And they'll be coming around in like a year and a half, if it even takes that long. 
what am I talking about? Y'all are wondering, what is he talking about? What is he talking about? How does this, how does Miami coin have anything to do with DeFi? So Miami coin is, uh, in my estimation, the form of DeFi that will last. It appears to be, in my opinion, the most elegant of, uh, of forms of DeFi. And it's just this little novel concept that they have called proof of transfer. So by way of that proof of transfer, they produce this Miami coin. Now, as I said before, if you listen to a maxi talk, this is the noise that you don't need another token. And the only thing that you're doing is creating more of the old world. But again, they're being intellectually lazy. That Miami coin is mined. Number one. It's not a pre-mine, it's mined. Number two. Number two. It fundamentally, the, the whole idea here, right, when, especially when you talk about this whole proof of transfer thing, the whole idea here is, is changing the relationship between your local government and the citizens, right, civil engagement. So currently your relationship is you take your ass to work and you pay your taxes and don't do anything that's out of order otherwise you're going to get fined or you're going to get sued right there's going to be a sanction on you right a lien on you right a case (laughs) for you in the court this is your civil relationships at these points you're trying to figure out how to dodge the taxes you didn't got all these accountants and lawyers and what have you so that you can kind of be a relieved of this tax burden that's our relationship currently pay your taxes go to work Miami is a chance for a different kind of uh, relationship so instead of that municipality that local government issuing debt maybe they issue some equity see because you're being intellectually lazy as a Bitcoin maxi you're unaware of this proof of transfer Right. I literally watched Bitcoiner after Bitcoiner in their own little way start keeping up a bunch of noise. Now, I will give my maxis this. The mayor, um, you know, this being such a new concept, a novel concept, as it's as I've called it. The mayor did kind of, you know, step out there um, and promote his coin as best as he could. And it was triggering. The things that were triggering was, you know, he said that Bitcoin is a store of value. There you go. You maxis, you guys have uh, influenced the mayor. (laughs) So he believes like you believe in that Bitcoin is only a store of value. And that is not a currency. Even though we know that that's not true, but that's what happens when you're filling people's heads with rhetoric as a Bitcoin maxi. That's that's what they come away with. Thank yourselves for that. So he said, it's just a store of value. It's not a currency yet. Hopes that it becomes a currency. But in the meantime, Miami coin could be used as a currency, he said. So, of course, this was very triggering. You know, have you ever heard of sets? You know, asking the mayor, have you ever heard of sets? You know, some, oh, mayor, we, I urge you, please reconsider. Stop it. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm mocking the the Karens that I saw trying to warn the mayor or outraged by the mayor's decision. You know, oh, we we had so much hope that you would be the one. You know, now they're saying, oh, I guess Wyoming or Texas is going to take you out now. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. DeFi. I've heard it explained like this. Shout out to uh, JB Jacob Brown. I heard him. Uh, I heard him describe it in this way. DeFi, or what I'm referring to as DeFi in this case, uh, produced by those wonderful folks over there at Stacks, is gonna spread across this country and spread across this earth like uh, marijuana laws that are changing. Right, so you're gonna have like one state or one city or whatever come out and be like, yeah, medical use. Then you're gonna see other jurisdictions follow suit, you know, one by one at first, and then seems like all of a sudden everyone. Then they went into recreational use. Remember, it went from medical to recreational, and it did the same thing state by state. You know, it was a little bit, then a lot. And again, Miami is the signal, not the noise. These other people who are doing that caring stuff, they have no real influence outside of, you know, maintaining the rhetoric that's going on, being a, 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 another talking head, right? Another media outlet that's likely representing some kind of uh, corporate interest. That's where most of the noise comes from. People having various kinds of corporate interests. But again, if you just look at the signal, like what's actually happening? Who actually has the power to make certain things happen? That mayor? See, he has bills. He has bills to pay. This is the part. This is, here's the lightning bolt. We all have bills to pay. You know how you got your cell phone bill and your cable bill and your, you know what I'm saying? Your rent, your food. Yeah, see, nobody else is concerned about how you're getting along. Do you realize that? Nobody cares. The mayor knows that about him and his city. Nobody cares about him and his city. That is his responsibility. Now, as I stated, those wonderful folks there at Stacks have produced something like $7 million worth of value as a gift. What are these Karens providing? Have they put together... $7 million worth of Bitcoin to give over to the mayor so that he can do what they want him to do? I didn't think so. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think so. See, it's a noise. Money talks. Right? Money talks. So hopefully I don't ever have to go through this again. But you know that, that lightning bolt is something serious. You know what I'm saying? You call down the thunder. (laughs) You follow me? Yeah, so, hmm, what is the moral to the story? Uh, Number one, you're going to adjust to the Bitcoin. Bitcoin doesn't adjust to you. That's, That's my word, right? Shout out to China. Hopefully they get their act together. It may be, you know, they may be too far gone. They've got that, um, they've got that surveillance system going on over there. 
that social crediting system going on over there. Bitcoin just, you know, they may be, they may have made one too many moves in the wrong direction and, and, and just can't, they're going to have to be, you know what I'm saying? Basically, uh, made to bow down to the Bitcoin, right? When you cut your country off of trade, you're going to impoverish your people. You're going to impoverish yourself. That won't be good. So hopefully um, it doesn't get too bad for those folks over there or, you know what I'm saying? They can kind of do what they got to do for themselves. You know what I mean? God bless them. <laughs> um, again, what is the actual signal? NFTs, DeFi, they're here. They're going to stay here just like Bitcoin's going to be here. It was because of Bitcoin that we have NFTs and that we have DeFi. DeFi is not a recreation of the old world, even though that's what you hear a lot of people describing. That's right. I'm willing to give you that. Much of what you hear being described as DeFi is the old world. Come again. Rehypothecation and all this other kind of usury and, and nonsense. Yeah. That's, that's not the DeFi I'm describing in this episode. The DeFi I'm describing is based upon the hodling concept to save, right? The Austrian economics. You don't spend yourself right into, uh, into an equilibrium or into a productive state. Right. What you want to do is, is you want to save your money and then learn how to allocate those funds in the most efficient way possible. That is decentralized finance. You've heard it here first, folks. DeFi is not a the recreation of the old financial system, which is what I think BlockFi, Coinbase and Celsius are running into. That's a pure that's a pure signal right there, man. Coinbase about to get slapped with a lawsuit. BlockFi and Celsius also getting lawsuits, getting getting documents, getting papers, cease and desist papers. Yep. Moral to the story, man. Use your own brain. Use your own mind. (laughs) What do y'all think? Get in the comment section. Let me know. I'm going to close this one out with, uh, with again, letting you guys know I'm excited. Saturday, we are having our first open house. It's going down October the 2nd. Tickets are 50 bucks. If you are a member of the Black Bitcoin Billionaires on Clubhouse, it is 50% off for you. Just let me know when you DM me or when you email me. Hey, I'm a member of the BBB. And I will make sure that we apply your discount. Once again, family, the open house is a way for us to actually share with the public what we got going on and what we're about. I will be showing my NFT collection and telling my Bitcoin story. This is your chance to ask me any questions concerning my NFT collection, as well as my Bitcoin story. 
And like I've said, if it resonates with you, you know, you may have come out for the show and tell, but you may end up sticking around for the community aspect of what we got going on. The MKD Podcast NFT is a token that represents your membership in the community, right? Being a member in the community. It will grant you access to everything we have going on. Once again, to get this NFT, to get access to these things, email me or get in my DMs and request your NFT. It's going down, folks. More information as far as the start time on October the 2nd. That's a Saturday, the first Saturday of October. More information about the time coming. Make sure that you're following me on social media for all of the notifications. I will see y'all then. Peace.